Well, Coach, Kiki Jefferson has made 77 consecutive starts entering play tonight, 100 starts on her career. Steph Oderkirk started every game this season, and she's been around 50% from three in conference play. And yet you decide those two players are coming out of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I bit my lip this morning when, when I saw it happen in, in shoot-around. Why that decision? Um, without going too deep, and I, I'm, I usually do go deep, um, I felt like it was the right thing for, for this team. And um, it was the change that I think we needed to make by my assessment. Um, and that's about what I'm going to give you. Um, and so for, for me, this team has been really good about the team first mentality. And I think no better example than how those two reacted today to not starting. And I think it's, um, I think it's the, the, it's a, it's a really great example of how selfless um, both of them are. And if you want to go individually, yeah, I think, um, of course, if you'd ask both of them, of course they want to start, sure. Um, But I think the mentality and part of what I wanted to do was show our team that their priority is is winning and and above above themselves. And so, yeah, um, interesting move, sure. Um, but say what you want, we lost three out of four, and and, and some, something something um, something has to 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 veer that ship back. Back in. I'm not saying it's going to be that decision. I think it's a commitment by them um, to, to defend, rebound, and run how, how we do. And so um, I, I was really proud of how both of them reacted. Obviously, Kiki's line shows a little bit better than Steph's line shows how she reacted. But um, from the moment they found out, they were, they were extremely great with their um, – intangibles right with, with cheering their teammates on being supportive um and understanding like yeah we're gonna go get this win this is not this is not um this is not a, a punishment this is not um this this is hey whatever whatever he thinks um whatever whatever we think um is the best way to do it let's go do it so um i'm proud of both of them especially i mean kiki's line is great but steph's line is great too plus 25 um she has zeros across the board but plus 25 and and that's that's what um, she's been she's been she's had that role. It's a glue role, um, and so uh, I was proud of how both of them reacted. Coach, I am obligated to ask this question, and I apologize for the straightforwardness of this question. Is Kiki Jefferson coming off the bench from here on out? <laughs> um, I'm just gonna go with I'm I'm really proud about the dub, and we'll figure out what we got to do uh, tonight and tomorrow to to beat Georgia Southern. So um, that's the next step in, in my in my mind in my progression. Um, but I'll tell you this, we're going to do whatever it is that's the right move for this team to continue to be successful. And um, if that's Kiki coming off the bench, it's Kiki coming off the bench. And, and um, you could go through this thing um, a lot of different ways. Peyton McDaniel's been coming off the bench um, all year, right? And so uh, other than uh, what, was, what was Caroline's ankle injury, I sure. think, for the two games. Yep. Um, so <laughs> um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. She's a human. And so she knows what's going on, and she knows what she does for a team, and she knows because of your praise for her that she is a candidate for Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year. And should be. 
when she hears that news from you, she really doesn't raise an eyebrow at all. There, there's no, I'm not saying a negative reaction, but just no, like, shock. You'd have to ask her how she really felt. But to me, um, she said, whatever, whatever you need, whatever, you, whatever, you, absolutely, whatever this team needs, I'll, I'll do it. So if I told her to go in there and not shoot and, and try to get 20 rebounds, she'd, she'd try to get 20 rebounds. That's the type of kid she is. And, and uh, she's just always been about winning. I can remember um, when we lost my, my uh, her freshman year um, to UVA. I remember her as a freshman. And it, she didn't care if she was coming off the bench, playing 12 minutes, 20 minutes. She just doesn't care. She wants to win and, and, and play hard while she's out here. And I think I think she showed that today. So, um I'll, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that. Okay, James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan joining us on our postgame show after James Madison beat South Alabama seventy-two to fifty-four. All right, let's talk about some some things in this game. So third quarter, you're up by six at halftime, and South Alabama scores the first four points. You call a timeout <laughs> about two minutes into the third quarter, and you said what in PG form? Uh, just pick it up. We need to pick it up. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with the defensive effort uh, toward probably about six and a half minutes left in the second quarter on um, until that, that timeout. And, and even through the third quarter, I, I didn't think it was like, um, to me, a, a great performance through the third. But uh, it, it was like, what are we doing? This is, this is not it. This is not the formula that's going to help us push this, push this lead out the way we need to push it out. So... It really, it, I swear, it was not um, was not one of my um, more assertive ones. It was like, what are we doing? We're better than this. And and one of the things we talked about last week was, all right, if you could rewind, right, you can go back to Saturday and you're at Georgia State. I guarantee you, there's something you'd want to change. So you, that's a regret, right? So so right now, live, this is it right here. And you can you can walk away in an hour and have no regrets, or you can say, "Hey, man, I shoulda, I shoulda." Um, and so, for me, it was more it was more of that I don't want to say connection to it than than um, <laughs> than some some rant or a rave. And, and and you know what? Um, the 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 two two one press did help us. Um, I thought it slowed them down and threw threw off their rhythm. I thought the beginning of the third they were really in a rhythm. Um, and so I give I give him a lot of credit. I mean, no Terry Fowler today, um, and I've heard it's it's like not a serious. He had some surgery. And yeah, I think right. it just it's, needed a couple of days. Yeah, what so, we were told. Um, so I, I, it's I'm not trying to sh- not shout him out, but um, you know he's a he's a he's a really good guy. I got a lot of respect for him. So um, I thought I thought. Um, you know, they, I thought they did a great job without them. And so um, at the 2-2-1 was really, really helpful today, and I thought the zone ended up being pretty good to us. Just throwing off their rhythm. I didn't think it was – it didn't prevent them from getting shots. It was just throwing off their rhythm a little bit. So um, I, I thought I thought that really helped in the in the kind of third, early fourth. And, and we had some people – I thought Miro's minutes were, were really good, really active. Uh, she ends up getting two steals and, and – uh, you know, an offensive rebound, which she she shot. I said, "Go ahead, you earned that, you earned that extra possession. You can shoot it." So um, I, I was pleased, man. I thought Peyton Peyton was um, kind of a huge reason we made the run early in the third. Um, but I can go down the line. I thought Susha after kind of a slow start, and I I thought the the lineup change affected Susha more than anybody because um, I thought they usually that that group Kiki and Steph really feed Susha. And I thought the um, Kobe Claire just didn't didn't feed her as as effectively, and I, it wasn't intentional. Um, but you know that's part of um, 
not having the rhythm um, of that of that group that started so many games together. But um, again, for for me, uh, I, I'm just really proud of the the, the rebounding effort, 50-32, um, and then trying to hold them under 55 was the goal, and we did that by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, those 50 rebounds, coach, the most you've put up in conference play, and plus 18 is the best margin you have had in Sunbelt play. It was, I'd say, tight through a quarter and a half in the rebounding battle, and then it really kind of expanded from there. And I know it really doesn't show up on the box score here, but you know, I think Claire had a really productive day, eight mm-hmm. points, three rebounds, had a couple of deflections and probably a couple of tip balls that resulted in other players' rebounds. But you know, she scores the most points she has in conference play, the most since the William and Mary game back in December. Mm-hmm. And you didn't play her the entirety of the second half against Georgia State. So clearly there was a response that you were looking for tonight. Did, did you feel like you got it from her? Absolutely. Um, and, and I, I don't want to um, – you know, for for me, I'm like I'm a, I'm a point-inward guy, and I, and I had a lot to do with that. And, and my frustration with Claire after Georgia State was – um, was a lot of mine, right? And so um, the disconnect, any disconnection in, in, in life is, is two people. It's not one person doing anything. So um, we, we, we talked a lot this week, um, and, and uh, I thought she had a really good week. Uh, we shot a bunch, and um, she just she's so active. And, you know, if you look, there, there's, not a, there's not a category unfilled, Right. So so two field goals, two threes, two free throws, three rebounds, one offensive, two defensive, you know, four fouls, three fouls drawn, eight points, one assist, one turnover, two steals, two blocks. I mean, (laughs) in 20 minutes, that's an active day. Right. And so um, I I just think I think Claire at her best is a really, really good basketball player. and, And I'd love to see her start to take off here down the stretch. I wanted to ask you one uh, kind of silly thing. I've never seen a player play zero minutes and zero seconds and pick up a technical foul that didn't come <laughs> from saying something on the bench. Uh-huh. How about that from Micaiah? Yeah, it was an interesting moment. Um, you know, uh, Micaiah is um, – she's got a great personality, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes that personality shows. So that was that was all. And uh, she she really um, – you know, what she told me, and I can I don't mind sharing this, is that she was talking to somebody in the stand. So somebody in their band that had said something to her, she said something back to the band member – but the ref perceived it as she was talking to the South Alabama player, um, which I think was lucky on, on our end that it ended up being a double technical foul as opposed to just her. So, um, you know, we're, <laughs> we're learning as we go here. But Makai um, has always had the, uh, what do you say, the gift of gab. She's, right. she's always been able to, to, to express herself verbally. Yeah, she's a chatter, no doubt about it. Big win for your team tonight as JMU takes down South Alabama 72-54. to Troy was uh, down for a little bit, Coach, but they had a big fourth quarter. So Troy beats Texas State, so they're going to be in first place at the end of the night. Louisiana won, so it's going to be you and Louisiana in second place, one game behind Troy as we go into play on Saturday in Statesboro against Georgia Southern. Appreciate your time as always. Good. Thanks, Corey.